At Operation Tango Romeo, we are on a mission to save lives and relieve pain by making help for PTS injuries easily accessible with a vision of a world where the path to recovery is clear. I am your OPSO, Mark Meinke, and this is Operation Tango Romeo, the Trauma Recovery Podcast. Howdy, folks. Thanks for tuning in today. Uh, Just wanted to share my thoughts on what Canada Day means to me this year. It's very different this year than it has been in in previous years. So where's a good starting point? In 1994, I uh, was a peacekeeper in Croatia, the summer tour, Roto 4 on the Croatian side, Op Harmony. And... uh, my experience in Croatia caused me some injuries, um, and though I went well over 20 years without being diagnosed, um, I suffer from PTSD because of rot- rotation for Croatia. And that has affected my entire life, everything about my life, my relationships, my ability to um, maintain employment, um, my personal uh, quality of life. So my ability to have an income, my ability to be a good father, my ability to be a good husband uh, was all affected because of um, what I experienced in 1994 in a war zone as a peacekeeper. (laughs) And nobody's telling me to just get over it. Nobody's telling me, but that was so long ago. Just get over it. And yet... That's what we're telling our Indigenous communities. The last residential school was closed in 1996, two years after I was in that war, and we're telling them to just get over it. Generations and generations of trauma that didn't end in 1996. That's just when the last residential school was closed, 96, 97, somewhere in there. And um, just get over it. Or it wasn't our fault. Well, it's also nobody's fault that uh, I was injured in Croatia or that anybody else was injured in a war. It's something that happened because the circumstances and because of what we um, experienced. But it is our responsibility to try to look after the people that were injured and to make it right. That's the responsibility that we expect from Veterans Affairs Canada. And um, rightfully so. You broke it, you bought it. And the government's paid for my for years of therapy and um, retraining and, and other things to, to try to get me right. Well, that same government uh, greenlit all these... Um, first, this <laughs> the government wrote the Indian Act. And if you haven't read the Indian Act, there's 21 different points of the Indian Act that... <laughs> it is unfreaking believable when you actually read it. I read it this morning. And um, it's not good. It's it's unbelievable what our government did by law. By law. And the Indian Act um, was still in effect way into 1960. Um, But the effects from it are still here with us right now today, in this moment. Um, The destruction that was caused by that. 
So I am one of the people that said, yeah, just get over it. What's your problem? You know, all, all the same things that are uh, said to the indigenous community. I said them all. I am, <laughs> I am not holier than now. I am not on a, um, uh, on a pedestal pretending that uh, I didn't say these things too and that I didn't share these views too, because I did. All of them. All the bad views. I, I told the native jokes, for God's sakes. All of them. Um, and I thought that they were hilarious in the 80s and even early 90s. And uh, so I committed all those sins. I, I, <laughs> every one of them. I'm, I don't pretend differently. What I, but when you know better, you do better. And that's where we are right now. That's the whole idea of wearing orange and not saying, well, we didn't do it. It's not our fault. You know, that was a long time ago. No, it wasn't. And it's still going on right now. So with our um, foster care system, there's a lot of, including friends of mine, uh, very good people who have nothing but love in their heart that took um, First Nations children into their home because their parents... Um, are suffering and they're just not in good shape. They're not in a good, uh, not able to take over their, over their kids without abusing them and hurting them. And which is what happens with trauma. It's not because they're uh, Indians. It's because they're traumatized. So the, unfortunately, although there's a lot of good hearted foster parents out there, really good hearted, good people, there are those that abuse, rape their foster children, which are uh, the vulner most vulnerable of all the foster children. I mean, all children are vulnerable, but it's these First Nations uh, children living in white homes. What's the solution to that? God, I don't know. But let's at least recognize that some of them are really not safe and that children are still being taking, taken from homes. And... We need oversight to make sure that if a child is taken from a home, it's done for a damn good reason and that there is no other way. Like it's got to be done in a way that it is really a method of last resort because we're still taking children from homes. Uh, that can never be done lightly and children can never be put at risk. There has to be huge oversight over these foster families to make sure that these children are not being abused. Um. Indigenous women are still disappearing left, right, and center. They are preyed upon because they're invisible and nobody seems to give a shit. So they are preyed upon, they are taken, um, raped and killed, bodies showing up all the time. So those that are most vulnerable, that need the help the most, they are invisible. And us as uh, the Canadian majority keep saying, well, you know, that's you got to be responsible for your own actions. And, you know, uh, what, what did you do wrong? <laughs> we're, we're, we're blaming the victims and, 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 or, or we're not aware that there are, there are victims and we just pretend that it's not happening because we don't know any better. So this is a different Canada day. Um, and what I'm encouraging everybody in uh, this veteran community to consider is that um, they the First Nations, the Indigenous community, is in, is in the exact same uh, boat that we are. Uh, we, we, the veteran community, is a traumatized community, and we know that we're a little different. We're a little different from, from most people. And because of that, 
Um, we, some of us that are injured, uh, have special needs. Really, there's no other way to for, for me to to say it. We're sensitive, some of us, to fireworks, to anxiety, to being in crowds. Because of the trauma that we have uh, endured we've and have been injured by, we have different needs than regular people. And we get it when we get together. We understand each other. We go, yeah, 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 me too. Um, but our, the First Nations community is also a traumatized community. So they are not separate from the veteran community. That's the bridge. The bridge I'm hoping I, I can ask people to consider. That instead of dismissing those drunk Indians, <laughs> I've said it, and there's so many people that have, especially if you grew up in the 80s. And um, when you know better, you do better, right? That's, that's the job. Try to know better and try to do better. Those drunk soldiers, it's the same. Why do soldiers drink? like we do. Why are there so many alcoholics in our community? <laughs> and so many homeless veterans. There's the Veterans Association Food Bank uh, in Calgary and the Veterans Food Bank in Calgary. There's two of them. They're wanting open, opening up in Edmonton. They're opening because there's a need for that. Because when you're injured with PTSD uh, or, or other forms of um, intense trauma, your ability to earn an income and ability to look after yourself, your ability to... Uh, to feed yourself and your family is severely diminished. And uh, often substance abuse is what you turn to as a coping mechanism. So instead of uh, those drunks, those druggies, those, those, you know, those bums on the street, how about going, oh my God, those are our brothers and sisters. We're in the same community. There's veterans on the street too. Lots of them. Lots of them. And uh, lots of veterans that can't look after themselves. I can barely look after myself most of the time. And um, we are not separate from the Indigenous community. Veterans and the Indigenous community, I think, are two communities that should work together more and understand each other more because we both understand trauma. Different modalities, um, but we really need to be empathetic to each other, be kind to each other, and realize um, we may be in different boats, but we're in the same storm, man. We're in the same storm. Thanks for listening to me today. Uh, that's why it's sort of a somber, somber one for me today. And I hope, um, you just consider my words. I'm not telling anybody what to think or what to believe. Just, uh, consider that our first nations peoples and the veterans community are two communities that, um, share a hell of a lot in common. And, uh, just a closing point, in the Indian Act, uh, massive heroes like uh, Tommy Prince had to give up being an Indian to serve in the military. Yeah, I didn't know that either. Had to give up Indian status to serve in the military. And then when he got out of the military, what was there for him? Nothing. He couldn't go home. He couldn't go to a, to a reserve. He couldn't go to his family. There was no place for him. And Tommy Prince one of the greatest soldiers ever, drill halls named after him, the greatest of all Patricias, died drunk and alone and homeless. The veteran community and the indigenous community have a lot in common. Please keep that in mind. Be kind.
everybody. Thanks for tuning in. Now, I've got a favor to ask you. And I know everybody asks for the same favor, but it's really, really important. If you can help, do your little bit by going to Apple Podcasts, leaving a rating and a comment. That would be awesome. Also, on your favorite podcast platform, whether that be Spotify, Anchor, Google Podcasts, or whatever floats your boat and blows your hair back, please click follow. And if there's an option there for rating, please do so. And this is why. Every time you click like, leave a rating, leave a comment, what happens is that it makes it easier for other people to find this podcast. The help that you can't find doesn't help at all. So help other people find this so that they can help themselves. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And as always, share, share like the sugar bear because sharing is caring.